This is Boston Scott, and you're listening to the Birds Banter Podcast. I'm living in that 21st century, doing something mean to it. Do it better than anybody you ever seen do it. Screams from the haters, got a nice ring to it. I guess every superhero need his theme music. No one man should have all that power. The clock's ticking, I just count the hours. Stop tripping, I'm tripping off the power. What's going on, Eagles Nation? This is Matt Lupe here. Welcome to the latest episode of the Birds Banter Podcast. We are officially to the 2020 season. The other day I was looking at my podcast account, um, seeing what the episodes were looking like, and turns out we are on, I think, the 111th podcast since this podcast first aired. It's been about two years, and we're over 100. I didn't even know that we were close to 100. I would have um, made a special announcement or you know, acknowledge that we we're at 100, but um, we're over 100 now, and for those Apple Podcast users, we are entering season four of the podcast. Um, I know it's only year two, but I try to group the seasons between off-season and in-season, so we're now now entering in-season content. It's going to be season four on Apple Podcasts. Again, this podcast is presented to you by PHL Sports Nation. Now is the best time to follow PHL Sports Nation, especially PHL Eagles Nation, the guys over there, are doing great work with their Twitter work, Facebook, articles. They got everything. I'm running the podcast. Um, We're taking over this season, so make sure you check in PHL Eagles Nation, PHL Sports Nation, for all your Philly sports needs. I have some announcements to make, but before we do that, you guys know the drill. This podcast is sponsored by Manscaped. You guys heard me say it week in, week out now. Manscaped has been sponsoring us for several weeks now. I'm not going to bore you with all the nitty-gritty details. You already know how great Manscaped is by now. I've been using it. It's fantastic. Highly recommend. For all of you listeners, buy it for yourself. Buy it as a gift. Um, Use code PHL at checkout. They got plenty of products, different um, types of products you can use, but also featuring the Lawn Mower 3.0 that you can use for all your trimming needs. Fantastic, no nicks, no cuts, no nothing. Um, perfect, seamless, cutting edge, um, very good technology over there at Manscaped. Again, at checkout, use code PHL for 20% off and free shipping. And, you know, it, it's a no brainer, in my opinion, after using it. This is a fantastic deal for you guys. So make sure you go check out Manscaped and use code PHL to cash in today. All right, announcements before we get going. Into the real content today, I got a few things I want to go over. First things first, Instagram. I've been saying this at the end of every single podcast, always tell you guys to follow us on social media. We got Twitter on Birds Banter, Instagram, Birds Banter PHL. If you're not following us and you're just subscribed, that's great. You're getting the content, but there's so much more content you're getting on Twitter and Instagram um, that you're not just getting on the podcast. I post videos of the podcast, I post pictures, updates, everything. So, Instagram, like I said, Birds Banter PHL, make sure you're following us. We're doing something cool now. At the start of the season, well, we started last night actually, we're doing Instagram Lives every single Monday night at 8 p.m. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while now, you know that every once in a while I like to incorporate question and answers, get some questions from my listeners, answer them on the podcast, give them my thoughts so that you guys can connect with me, get some... um, updates on what I would think the Eagles are going to do, and it's not not just me coming up with the topics every single time. Sometimes I get fantastic questions. There's really not a question that I look look at and say, I don't want to answer this. I'm always answering 
all the questions I get in. So I wanted to make my social medias more interactive, but also answer more fan questions and also give more content to you guys after Eagles game day on Sunday. Most of the time it's going to be Sunday. So again, like I said, every single Monday night, 8 p.m., I'm going on Instagram Live. And it doesn't have to be your whole night, too. I'm only taking 15 to 30 minutes, I would say. Last night, we went a bit longer. I think it was 25 minutes. And if you can't catch the whole thing, if you can't catch all of it at all, I'm reposting every single minute of it on Instagram TV, on Birds Banter PHL. It's going to be there forever. Go check it out. Um, you can check out week one, uh, the analysis we talked about different sleepers for the season. We talked about week one matchups. We talked about um, Craven LeBlanc, that whole crazy situation. So today in the podcast, I'm not going to get to everything that you might want to hear because we did a lot of it last night on Instagram. So I highly encourage you, go check that out, especially next week. We're going to have a great episode next week on Monday night, 8 p.m. Another update that has to do with social media is our giveaway. There is um, an artist with PHL Sixers Nation that is doing fantastic work, and um, we're teaming up with her doing a giveaway for our followers on Instagram and Twitter. Instagram is a Zach Ertz um, drawing. It's an original drawing, but then she, she creates prints to give out, um, to sell to people. So you're going to enter to win a free print of Zach Ertz, and then on Twitter, it's Carson Wentz, and they're, they're awesome. The detail in them is fantastic. Um, they're like kind of like comic book covers, which is really cool, but they're super lifelike. The detail, like I said, fantastic. Um, the rules are pretty simple on Instagram. All you have to do, I believe, is follow us and tag two friends. And then if you want to get an extra entry, you can repost it on your Instagram story. And you can also um, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. On Twitter, all you have to do is follow us, retweet that tweet, and then... Um, Again, if you want an extra um, entry into the contest, rate and review on Apple Podcast. That's pinned on our profile. You can find it easily on our Instagram. So make sure you go enter the giveaway. It's free to enter. And uh, if you win, you got an awesome, awesome drawing coming your way. All right, awesome. I think that's the only um, announcements I needed to make. Just make sure you're tuning in for the entire season. Tell your friends about it. Tell your family members about it if they're Eagles fans because we're going to be, you know, going crazy this season, getting some awesome guest speakers on. This offseason was incredible. Had a ton, ton of cool guest speakers. Had a couple of reporters for the first time. Had a player for the first time. Um, I, I think I, um, you know, I the, the viewers, the increase in viewers speak for itself, but I think the content has definitely um, improved for you guys. Talking more about analysis, getting your feedback, um, really appreciate the support so far, so make sure you stay up to date with Birds Banter every single Wednesday. I know this is, this is going to be Thursday, but every single Wednesday throughout the season, remember Instagram Live, Monday night. But let's get to it. We got our first preview of the 2020 season. We're going to be talking about week one against the Washington football team. And bear with me while I record this. If I ever slip up and say Redskins, it's just because I'm not used to it yet. So um, I'm going to try to say Washington football team as much as possible. But we'll see how this goes. Um, normally when I do previews for games, I talk about different matchups to watch, um, all kinds of stuff, bold predictions, kind of have a routine. But since this, this is the um, first game and then also the Eagles just announced their 53-man roster a couple days ago, it's going to be a little bit different. I'm going to analyze the top headlines going into week one. We're going to talk about the 53-man roster. We're going to talk about injuries. 
and then we're going to talk about the game itself, all tied together. It's going to be really fun, um, so stick with me and enjoy the content coming your way. First things first, the top headline in this game, in my opinion, is the offensive line health. So this offseason, the Eagles lost Brandon Brooks to a potentially season-ending injury. He might come back. We'll see. He's placed on the physically unable to perform list right now, which means he has to uh, miss at least six games. It would be incredible if he came back. Um, I know he's made an incredible Achilles injury um, return before, but if he does it almost in consecutive years, two times in three years, that would be ridiculous. Brandon Brooks is, um, honestly, he's not even human. I don't know. Someone that can make a recovery like that and still play at such a high level. So we'll see what happens with him. Anything that you can get from him out of the 2020 season would be a major plus but you have to make sure that he's going to be healthy and not going to get re-injured. So um, play it safe, but if he can come back, awesome news for the Eagles there. Jason Peters and Andre Dillard. Andre Dillard is out for the season as well. Um, he got hurt in practice, and he's out for the year, and then they had the whole debacle with who is going to play left tackle. Jason Peters said he wanted to pay raise. Eagles were not going for it. Doug Peterson came out as saying that they were prepared to keep Jason Peters at right guard because they did not want to pay him the extra money, which I think is absurd. I know it all worked out. Jason Peters went into his office and said, hey, I will take um, you know, the lower contract. I'll keep it. Let me play left tackle, which is awesome. Huge, huge move uh, from a leadership standpoint for Jason Peters. However, Doug Peterson, I don't know what you're thinking, man. As soon as he says that, yeah, you can have a conversation and see where his head's at, um, how much money he's talking, and I'm sure they did that. But for you to openly admit that you were planning to keep him at right guard, I'm not sure. I, I don't know the exact amount. I can't imagine Jason Peters is asking more than 3 to $4 million pay increase. I know the Eagles need a lot of money to roll over for next year because they're in cap trouble for next year, but that is it's a fraction, a fraction of what they have right now. So... My mindset was, you have Carson Wentz. I said this on Instagram Live the other night. You have Carson Wentz, franchise quarterback, who has injury history. You know, you're going to be putting um, Matt Pryor at left tackle or try Jack Driscoll, Jordan Mailata, very, very unproven players who haven't even played left tackle yet at in the NFL level. I know Matt Pryor has experience, but not a left tackle. He is not a left tackle in the NFL. Absolutely not. You're going to put somebody you're gonna put a question mark there's three players in the running you're gonna put a question mark at left tackle and hope that it works out as opposed to a guaranteed hall of famer who you're trying to move across the side of the line who yeah might regress a little bit he has regressed but he's still an above average tackle who can protect your quarterback doug pearson wasn't going for it so props to jason peters i think he saved the eagles a couple of wins on the season here by admitting that he will move to left tackle for not a pay increase. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if we hit week six, week seven, Jason Peters is playing well, staying healthy. The Eagles are going to restructure his contract and pay him a little bit more. Stay on the lookout for that. I really think that's going to happen. Also on the offensive line, Lane Johnson at right tackle. Lane has missed practice um, the past week. Or two weeks ago, he missed an entire week of practice with a lower body injury. Nobody really talked about it. It was just every single day he popped up on the injury report, did not participate, did not participate. And people kind of like looked over because 
there were skill position players out. Carson Wentz missed some time. Miles Sanders was missing time. Jalen Rager got hurt. Nobody was paying attention that they're all pro right tackle, or should, will be all pro right tackle. Lane Johnson was missing a significant amount of time. That's huge. When Lane Johnson is not in the game for the Eagles, um, you look back at 2016 uh, when he uh, got suspended, it was night and day, their offense, between the beginning of the season and when he came back um, after his suspension because he he just changes the entire offensive line. He is one of the best right tackles in the game. He knows how to play the position. And if he goes down, guess who's backing him up? Rookie Jack Driscoll. I know he's improved. I mean, not improved, impressed a lot in training camp, but he's still a rookie, a late-round rookie who's projected to play almost every single position on the offensive line. He's not just centered on right tackle. So, you know, it's not like he has all the skill to be a starting right tackle. He's kind of someone in my mind, first couple years that he's in the league, just to bounce around and be a backup, Um, a swing tackle, move inside on occasion. He's not somebody that you want to start at right tackle week one, especially when you're trying to start. Um, You got Jason Peters and Matt Pryor filling in for injuries already on the offensive line. So Lane Johnson, I think he's going to be good to go. He's still um, on the injury report right now. Doug Peterson considers him day-to-day. But Lane said he's playing. As long as he hasn't suffered a setback, I believe Lane. I think he's going to be ready to go. Also, before I transition, I just realized that one announcement I forgot to make. We are getting merch soon. It's, It's pretty much ready right now. We're going to finalize it. Make sure it gets out. Um, I'm, I got the T-shirt and the hoodie on the way. It's got my Birds Banter logo on it. We got different stuff in um, gray, black, um, Kelly green, and midnight green. So all the Eagles colors, T-shirts, lawn sleeve shirts, and hoodies. It's awesome. Um, if you guys love the Birds Banter podcast, it's really it's it's not expensive at all. It helps support me. Really appreciate it. I'm going to send those links out, but if you're super interested right now and want some help on how to find it, how to get get it to you as soon as possible, DM me. DMs are always open. MattLoopy11 on Instagram, Matt underscore Loopy on Twitter. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to get that out there because I'm super excited for it. Even if you guys don't want to buy it because I understand, like, you're not probably going to support um, merch for uh, Eagles podcast. That doesn't hurt my feelings at all. But I'm going to start wearing it for Instagram lives and everything. I think it's going to look really good. I think you guys are going to um, enjoy seeing that. All right, next, I mentioned Miles Sanders and Jalen Rager already. We're going to talk about their health. Miles Sanders has missed um, a pretty significant amount of time with a lower body injury. But from what we've heard, it's just precautionary. He could have practiced, um, thought through it. However, they wanted to sit him out and make sure that he's ready to go for the season, that he's not going to re-injure anything because um, – I'm pretty sure it's a hamstring injury, and you know the Eagles don't have a good track record with those. A lot of players they'll rush back from it, re-injure it, and miss a significant amount of time. So that's not what you want from your starting running back. You want him to make sure he's 100% healthy before he hits the field, and I think he's going to hit that 100% health mark before Week One today. As in Wednesday, he was limited in practice, got some reps in. He's looking pretty good. Excited to see Miles Sanders back on the field. I think he is a lock to play um, Sunday versus the Washington football team. Jalen Rager, on the other hand. Jalen Rager, his injury was projected to keep him out three to five weeks, depending on how he's going to heal. And then now it kind of turned into a mystery. 
in a good way, I would say. All these reports came out, and then a couple days later, reporters are saying, you know, he's he's doing really well in rehab. He doesn't have any more pain. The swelling has gone down. He's looking really good. Then Jalen Rager starts tweeting. You know, he put like the smirk emoji and um, an emoji that says soon. Like there was no context to it, but you would have to imagine he's talking about his health and how he's feeling. Then we get to Wednesday. He's a limited participant in practice, and I saw some videos from him. He did not look like he was hurt. He looked like somebody that was practicing for week one. And it's another thing. I look at Miles Sanders the same way. I look at Brandon Brooks the same way. If you have an injury that's going to hold you back a little bit and have a risk of a re-injury, might as well just sit out. The Eagles don't really need to have Jalen Rager healthy for week one against the Washington football team because week two, they got the Rams. Probably going to need him there. If he's not ready, that's okay. Eagles will survive because the following week is against the Bengals. They don't need Jalen Rager for the Bengals. Week four, I believe that's the 49ers. I could be wrong. If it's the 49ers, they definitely need him there. So make sure you're healthy for week four. But man, if that's that's a really good recovery from him. Um, we're just at the two-week mark for Rager's injury. So if he can return that quickly and play week one, man, that'd be awesome. I don't know how much he would actually play, but um, it's very promising to see that he's already back at practice and looking very good. My next topic is something that I talked about last night as well on Instagram Live, and I got to apologize. I had in my mind the whole time that Will Parks and Quez Watkins were going on IR. But for some reason, I was saying Will Parks and Jannard Avery. I was just mixed up with all these injuries in my head because the Eagles have so many. <laughs> it's getting frustrating. Um, it's kind of hard to keep track of when players are supposed to be coming back. But anyways, um, on a separate note, Jannard Avery was back at practice. He was limited today. Um, so I doubt he'd be ready week one, but hopefully at the beginning of the season, he's going to be good to go the first couple of weeks. Um, going back, Will Parks, Quez Watkins on IR. The different thing about IR this year is players only have to spend three weeks on it as opposed to eight weeks. That's huge. It's a five-game difference. So Will Parks and Quez Watkins have pretty minor injuries, but enough to keep them out for three weeks. Um, maybe two, but the Eagles wanted to keep them out for three weeks. Um, in return for um, putting these players on the IR list, they brought in Jason Huntley at running back. They brought back... Um, Craven LeBlanc, everybody knew he was coming back. I know Eagles Twitter was a little up in arms there for a second, but the Eagles told him he was coming back. Um, it's just, it's a little bit complicated, but the Eagles had to do it in order to put players on IR. So rest assured, Craven LeBlanc is back, but we got Parks and Watkins on IR, and I think Parks is really going to hurt the Eagles because Jalen Mills, although they're raving about him this offseason, he is somebody that is switching positions, slated to start week one now. Behind him is Marcus Epps and Kayvon Wallace. Kayvon Wallace, I'm told that he has not been doing fantastic in camp. He's been solid, but it's not like he is ready to start anytime soon or um, get significant playing time anytime soon. So it's a bit concerning. Um, you don't want to see Kayvon Wallace on the field as a starter by any means, but in my eyes, Will Parks was a clear-cut starter over Jalen Mills. I thought that the starting safeties for week one were going to be Rodney McLeod and Will Parks. Now it's looking like Rodney McLeod and Jalen Mills. 
probably Marcus Epps, um, you know, blended in here and there um, at free safety. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I think the Eagles can afford losing Parks for a little bit. What's really going to hurt is week two against the um, Rams because, man, their passing game is fantastic. Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, and, um, you know, they don't have Brandon Cooks anymore, but I believe they drafted a wide receiver. Kind of drawing a blank right now, but they got a pretty good offense. Um, so hopefully, I mean, I know he's not going to be back because uh, he's got to miss three weeks, but hopefully Jalen Mills can, um, you know, stand up a little, a little bit, step up, and uh, show that he can get some significant playing time for the first three weeks of the season. Next topic is going to be on the practice squad. Practice squad is not the most exciting thing every every year. There are some new regulations I want to go over in case you guys don't know. Every week the um, Eagles can call up two players from the practice squad to play, dress up, and be active for the game. So they can call up, um, let's see, who they have in the practice squad? Elijah Holyfield. They can call up Trevor Williams. And they can protect four players every week from getting claims from another team. So the way that it works in the NFL, um, this is how the Eagles got Nate Sudfeld before. He was chilling on the Redskins practice squad back when they were the Redskins. And um, the Eagles really liked him. And if you're going to sign a player and guarantee that he's going to be on the 53-man roster, you can promote them. You can snag them off a practice squad. Yeah, teams can um, get word that this is going to happen. This is what happened last year. The Eagles um, got word that another team was interested in Sua Opeta on their practice squad. So they make sure that because they liked him a lot, they activated him to the 53-man roster to um, solidify that he would not be taken and snagged off the practice squad. So, again, this year you can protect four players every week. Um, this week, I think the Eagles protected Trevor Williams, Deontay Burnett. Um, I forget who else, but they have they have options, and they're allowed to um, you know keep some of their core players intact. But another player that they're making sure is back with the team in some capacity very very unique situation first time the nfl has seen this josh mccown is back the eagles and the rest of the nfl are now allowed to carry vested veterans on the practice squad i believe it's either two or four and what is a vested veteran that is somebody that has more than four years of nfl experience josh mccown it seems like he has 40 years of nfl experience so he definitely fits that category he's 41 years old and um his contract with the Eagles is $12,000 every week. He's going to still be living in Houston, and he's going to be on virtual meetings with the team almost every single day as pretty much a player's coach, kind of what he did last year until he had to step in in the playoffs and actually play some significant snaps. Um, but Josh McCown, he wanted to get into coaching, but he wasn't ready to hang up um, yet, so he's got the best of both worlds. He's still considered an NFL player, but he is also going to be a player coach and work with the Eagles every single day um, in virtual meetings. So um, he's probably never going to be on the active roster unless the Eagles have, I would say, two injuries. If Carson Wentz goes down and then Nate Sudfeld and or Jalen Hurts, then they're going to have to bring up Car um, Josh McCown to the active roster or find somebody else and just keep McCown on the practice squad. But I would imagine McCown is going to stay chilling in Houston all season cash his check of $12,000 every single week and just help out Carson Wentz in his development with the entire offense.
Real quick, I want to explain the Eagles' cornerback situation right now because this is another um, kind of you know question mark for the Eagles. It was very weak in training camp. Eagles obviously got Darius Slay. Um, can't underestimate him at all because he is an elite cornerback in the league. Opposite him is Avante Maddox, who another player who has an injury right now, but he should be good to go. And then this weekend, uh, along with all the roster cuts, was Sidney Jones and Rasul Douglas. Players that were competing for a starting job all of a sudden cut. Besides them on the active roster, we have Craven LeBlanc, who just brought back Nikel Roby, uh, sorry, Nikel Roby Coleman, who is going to be starting in the slot as a slot corner week one, and then Craig James. Craig James, if you guys remember, and this is so super ironic story I heard, um, against the Packers when the Eagles were uh, riddled with injuries once again last year. That was the game where Avante Maddox took the scary hit from Andrew Sandejo and um, had to you know get rushed to the hospital for the rest of the game. So other players had to step up. Sidney Jones is one of them, but so was Craig James. Late in the game, Aaron Rodgers is down in the red zone. The Eagles are calling on the sideline to bring Sidney Jones into the game. He is nowhere to be found. He was on the sideline somewhere, I would hope, but nobody could find him. Craig James is sitting right there next to Jim Schwartz. He goes, Craig, get in the game. Craig makes the pass deflection. Could have been pass interference. I don't think so, but that was the whole Packers fans uh, debate after the they end up losing the game. Makes the pass deflection right into Nigel Bradham's hands. So it's kind of ironic how he stole the show against the Packers and won the game, and then all of a sudden now he stole the show in roster cut day. He makes the team over Sidney Jones, also over Russell Douglas. Um, Douglas and Jones, both players that have been pretty disappointing draft picks for the Eagles, along with Sharif Miller last year, who ended up with just two special team snaps for the team. Douglas and Miller both got claimed by the uh, Panthers. They're both on the active roster. Sidney Jones is signed to the Jaguars practice squad, so wish all of them nothing but the best, but um, just didn't work out in Philly with them. To end things today, we're going to talk about two bold predictions that I have for week one. Um, what you guys can expect for the rest of the season once we get you know, a little bit more solidified Eagles game plan for offense and defense, see what they're going to be doing for the season, um, see how players are performing. We're going to do reviews on Instagram Live. Remember that, question and answer, Monday night after the games. But then also Wednesday for the normal podcast, we're going to talk about the last game a little bit, but then also um, a full matchup for the following game. We're going to go over predictions, bold, bold predictions, matchups that the Eagles are going to face, um, all that good stuff. But today we're just going to give you some bold predictions. But before that, I want to remind you guys about Thrive Fantasy, another sponsor for the Birds Bander podcast. And before you skip over this and think it's another just dumb ad, I want to tell you guys that this is risk-free for you guys. Could I tell you that you can place a bet for $20, and I'm going to give you $20 for it. You're going to be betting on fantasy football for free and have a chance to win up to $50,000 in prizes for Week 1 of NFL. Week 1 kicks off today as you're listening to this, Thursday night, so make sure you get in on the action at Thrive Fantasy. Download the app. Um, they have 
eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask you about the top tier athletes in a respective sport. So for the NFL, you're going to choose 10 out of the 20 player prop bets to build your lineup. I told the guys on Instagram Live about this last night. Basically, the way it works for the bet that I did, I picked a $20, $20 bet on the Thrive Fantasy app. They gave me 20 players, and then you have to pick 10 of them, an over or under on what's going to happen. It was like um, all of them were like you score one ton t- touchdown each. There was Ezekiel Elliott, Amari Cooper, Adam Thielen, um, Devontae Adams, all big-name players. You just have to say, are they going to score more than one touchdown, less than one touchdown? So I really like it. Um, each prop has a fancy point value associated with the over-under based on the likelihood to, to occur. The more points a selection is worth, the riskier it, it is. Rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Thrive Fantasy has awarded over $1.4 million in prizes since launching in 2018 and has $50,000 guaranteed in prizes for NFL Week 1. So you're going to go to Thrive Fantasy, use code BBP, as in Birds Banter Podcast. When you sign up today, you will receive a $20 bonus on your first deposit on $20 or more. So you can get that free $20 on a $20 bet, just like I just said. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store or by visiting their website, www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. And again, BBP when you're placing your bet, $20 for a $20 bet. It's a no-brainer, guys. Go make sure you're getting that money NFL Week 1. All right, here we go, here we go, here we go. Bold predictions. I picked one for offense, one for defense. Um, My first one for offense, the offense is going to look a lot different. There's new coaches. There's new players. Carson Wentz is fully healthy this offseason. we got Miles Sanders coming off of a monster year. Deshaun Jackson back at full health. But what about John Hightower? John Hightower is going to score the first touchdown for the Eagles, and it's going to be in the second series on offense because I'm predicting a slow start for the Eagles. Offensive line is going to give them a bit of trouble, but I think Doug and Carson are going to find their groove on the second drive. John Hightower is going to get significant playing time because I don't think Jalen Rager is going to be playing, so it's going to be Deshaun Jackson, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, and uh, Greg Ward as the starting three receivers. John Hightower is the next option to plug in uh, on plays. Hightower is going to get into the game. He's going to, I hope it's against Ronald Darby. I hope he runs right by him. I tweeted today, I can't wait to see J.J. Ortega-Whiteside moss Ronald Darby on Sunday because, man, that's going to be awesome seeing J.J. improve, but Ronald Darby staying the same. Anyways, John Hightower, he's going to score the first touchdown, book it, it's going to happen. That's my first bull prediction for offense. On defense, if you guys have been listening for more than a year or so now, you know I love Jalen Mills. I know he he can't run. He's not a great cornerback. Um, he, he is a good cornerback. I should say that. He's not good at um, you know keeping up with fast receivers. So I think he's really going to find his niche at safety, and he is going to get his first interception of his career at safety, career in the NFL. So Jalen Mills is going to ball out at safety. He's going to get an interception on Dwayne Haskins, and uh, Eagles are going to be rolling. They're going to get off to a slow start. Jalen Mills is going to pick him up. John Hightower getting the touchdown reception on the second series. That's what I see happening. I think the Eagles are going to win. They're going to win big by at least two scores. 
really like them in week one. Um, hope Deshaun Jackson find the, the, finds the end zone. I hope Miles Sanders finds the end zone. And I hope Carson Wentz throws for over 300 yards. Really, really looking forward to it, guys. Hope you guys are too. Eagles football is finally back, and Birds Banter is here with you all along the way. Make sure you're following us on social media, Birds Banter on Twitter, Birds Banter PHL on Instagram. Don't forget about the Instagram Lives on Instagram every Monday, 8 p.m. Make sure you're subscribed to your favorite platform, as always, and uh, so you're never going to miss another Birds Banter every single Wednesday all throughout the season. So uh, thank you for the support, and go Birds! Thank you.